Hello, everybody. I'm Matt. And I'm Maggie. And we are... Hopefully awesome. That's right. A positive place on the internet where we nerd out about all the geeky things we love. And today's geeky thing is Smallville Season 2. Special feature. Gotta get centered up here a little bit. Yeah, that's right, everybody. We are taking a look at the entirety of Smallville Season 2. There's three. Uh, I feel like we are so off balance right now. Like, this is going to drive me insane. No, you're, you're, yeah, there you go. That that balances us out a little bit more. Uh, So, yeah, hey, welcome to the stream. This is uh, Going Back to Smallville, our weekly podcast where Maggie and I uh, recap the entirety of Smallville. We are, uh, we just finished season two. Last week was the season finale. And, of course, this week we will be talking about Smallville season two as a whole. Uh, and as well as the the special features yeah. that was on the DVD. Yeah. Uh, if you have been with us since season one, then you will know what we've done uh, as we did it for season one as well. Mm-hmm. So uh, we had some technical glitches a bit earlier. So sorry if you saw anything extra. Hopefully in the live version, when uh, after this is live, I'll be able to go into the YouTube editor and just snip all that right out. Everything decided to just like, Go to snail's pace. It did, you know. It's almost like uh, the computer we have is just <laughs> garbage, <laughs> you know. It has become garbage. It, I yeah, I mean, we've had it since what 2018? 2017? 2018. Yep. Anyway, <laughs> so yeah, that's it. This is going back to Smallville. We hope you all enjoy this episode, and if you don't, get the hell out of here. It's the third time this week that I've done that. Maggie, how are you? I'm good. Are you good? I'm good. You know what else is good? Going back Going to back Smallville. Going back to Smallville. <laughs> Nailed it. You, you stole uh, it. There's a CGI corn. <laughs> I was going to say there's the kryptonite. There's the kryptonite also. <laughs> uh, so, going back to Smallville, this is our 47th episode. Uh, season 2. Episode 24, Special Features. I'm joking, obviously. Uh, The original release date of the DVD was May 18th, 2004. Now, keep in mind, this season ended in 2003. Mm. Okay, it was May 2003 when the season finale happened. This came out a full year after that. God. Yeah, so I I actually, I was thinking about this. I was like, why, why did I have to watch season three on VHS tapes. And now I remember because I had obviously I didn't get season 2 until it hit DVD. Yeah. And um and so I had been recording season 3 oh. for uh for my eldest brother uh who had been incarcerated and was <laughs> unable to watch Smallville. I was like, "You know what? I'm just going to record all of Smallville for him." Uh, and I had no idea, you know, what it was. But that way, when he got out, he'd be able to catch up on Smallville. No, I had, uh, not Billy, just so we're all clear. Um, and so, uh, so I did that, and then of course Billy got season one of Smallville, and we all watched season one. And it was fantastic. And then uh, your brother Shane actually got season two, and so we all watched that. And then, uh, you know, season four was getting ready to premiere. And we were like, how are we going to, they were like, how are we going to get caught up? The season three isn't coming out for like another like five months or whatever. And I was like, well, guys, guess what? I have every episode on VHS for, for our incarcerated brother. 
And uh, and that's how we watched season three. Oh, really? Yeah. It was interesting. So, technically, the first episode of Smallville I ever saw was the season three premiere. So, I was really confused. And they were already showing ads for season four premiere. Oh, God. And, like, let me just tell you, season four premiere, like, spoilers. All right? Just spoilers everywhere. And you're like, what the hell? Like, what is this show? And yeah, so I, I kind of Tarantinoed it a little bit. Uh, yeah, so because yeah. remember, this was back in the day, back before you know seasons of DVDs were oh, yeah. were not just a thing that just happened. You know? Oh, I know. Like they were like a special thing. Yeah. Until they, you know, were like, oh shit, we'll just let's release everything on DVD. Mm-hmm. Like uh, I was uh, telling my mom the other day, like watching Netflix, but. The DVDs came in the mail. Mm, yeah, like yeah, yeah. I remember that was like the like a new sensation. Like, oh yeah. my god, we could just binge watch it all and then mail it, and they give you the send something in, else. In back. two days, I'll be able to watch the next episode. Yeah. <laughs> so it's what a time to be alive. Yeah, and it's just I, I guess how we grew up, you know. Yeah. But it's just interesting to see how how it's progressed and progressed, and sometimes how quickly it did. Yeah, yeah. Like it was like, oh, DVDs. All right, I'm gonna make all my movies DVDs. Well, guess what? Blu-rays. <laughs> <laughs> well, see, like we've kind of seen the rise. Obviously, we saw the rise of streaming since then, and almost kind of, kind of, kind of the the ending of streaming. Like not necessarily that it's ending, but like. You know, for like a good three or four years, maybe even longer than that. Mm-hmm. It was like, put everything on streaming. Right? Yeah. Everything. Give us everything. Uh, we got to just fill up these everybody. buckets with yeah. everything. Netflix is like, hey, we'll, we'll take it all. Come on. And then, of course, you know, you're like a, you know, the past, you know, year, especially at HBO Max, just, you know, they start dropping their own programming that they've already paid for to create. They just don't want to pay the royalties on it anymore. And so they, they stop doing it. And so some of these things you can't get anymore mm. like you can't watch it in streaming so no. it's almost like we're going almost back yeah but yet we i mean i still have the dvd copies obviously i also have the blu-ray box set here oh yeah i got that for chris which is what sparked our rewatch mm-hmm. podcast and um oh lord that thing's heavy uh but i also have it on itunes and that's the main way that we watch it. Yeah. And so it's just, you know, it's just wild how, like, everything has kind of gone full circle, you know. Yeah. It's just weird, man. It's weird. Physical media, you know. It's still around. And honestly, uh, every year they give us more and more reasons why we should stick with physical media. Because they're like, oh, yeah, you can't watch uh, Midnight Mass anymore. <laughs> you know, it's yeah. like, what the hell are you talking about? That was the greatest show of, like, the year it came out. Yeah. It's insane. I digress. Anyways. We're Anyways. way off topic here. Uh, I will say in the re-airing of Smallville Season 3, because I only recorded the first several episodes of it, I didn't get the entire season. I gave up on it because he was going to get parole or whatever, and then he didn't. And so I was like, well, I'm not going to hang on to these tapes for years, you know. Yeah. Um, but uh, but I, had, I was able to catch back up to where I had stopped recording because they were re-airing all the episodes over the summer, obviously. And there was one episode in season three that they skipped. And now I can't tell you the episode, 
because I can't I can't give any spoilers. Okay. But it was one that when I was watching the DVD and I had not seen this episode, it had something amazing in it, and I was I was like shook to my core, Maggie, that that okay. that this had happened and that I had not been aware of it. And yet they still played the Pete Ross episode, and you all know what I'm talking about. They played that one. Uh, but the one that they did not play was uh, has uh, Five for Findings. Uh, I'm 50 in the moment. So you all know what episode that is. They didn't play that again. And I didn't see that until I watched it on DVD about a year later. So, <sighs> But that's season three. We're on season two, everybody. Yeah. So, here is the synopsis of Smallville Season 2. Superman's roots grow deeper in Season 2 of Smallville. This six-disc collection includes all 23... Are you reading the back of that? Is it the same? All 23 episodes plus bonus, bonus materials, materials worthy of, of a superhero. superhero. This, this year finds Clark Kent grappling with his calling as he explores his true origins. Was he sent to Earth to save humanity or destroy it? Lana and Clark grow closer than ever before. Lex gets married. Lionel lures Chloe towards the dark side. Martha and Jonathan Kent receive miraculous news. And Pete becomes a keeper of Clark's secret. One thing we can't keep secret, the legend grows stronger in Smallville. Wow. I didn't know that that was on that. I pulled this from Wikipedia. That's amazing. That's amazing. That was maybe the best thing we've ever done. Like, period. Okay. Like, there's having our daughter, and then that is, like, right below but, uh, I thought me referencing Elongated Man came after just overtook you long ago, man. So the DVD box set uh, comes with two commentaries on the episodes Red and Rosetta uh, with Algo, or wait, what was it? Al Goff. Al Goff. Yeah, I've been calling him Al Go this whole time. It's Al Goff. Why didn't y'all correct him? Uh, Miles Miller and Jeff Loeb. Uh, and then we got Tom Welling, Kristen Crook, Michael Rosenbaum, Greg Beeman, and James Marshall. Uh, I don't understand what's happening here. Because like, some of them say Rosetta, some of them say Red. So I don't know. Are they on both of them? I don't know. It says commentary on two key episodes. Yes. Yeah, yeah. Uh, the Chloe Chronicles are also included on this. Uh, the webisode investigations. Uh, the Chloe Chronicles are many episodes featuring further investigative reports by Chloe Sullivan and sometimes aided by Pete Ross, originally airing from April 29th to May 20th, 2003, online via AOL. Of course. Yeah. Maggie, let me tell you. The people that had a monopoly on the internet for a bit. Dude, let me tell you. Okay. There was a time, there was a moment in time. When webisodes was yeah. all the rave. Oh, yeah. Okay. Now, there was, there like, the WB was, like, really early. Okay. The, I mean, think about this. 2003. Oh, I okay? know. Uh, and then Lost kind of got in on the stuff in, like, season three, which was 2007. Uh, and so, like, like, you know, that was their whole little thing, right? And then Smallville, like, throughout the seasons... Like, it's just funny because it's almost like they were being drugged into every new technology. <laughs> like, 
They're like, ah, fuck, we'll throw Smallville at it because these Guess dorks what, are going to watch whatever. We're going to throw it on iTunes so you can watch it on your well, iPod I mean, they, mini. They, they did throw it on iTunes, but the webisodes, they also, uh, they also made new episodes that were only available, I think, on Verizon phones. I think. Oh, yeah. I remember uh, phone companies having those weird deals. Yeah. And then uh, the CW Seed had exclusive episodes. Of webisodes. Yeah. Of and, uh, you know, it's just, it's very, you know, crazy. And then, of course, when we get to Smallville season 11, the the comic book, it was one of the first DC all digital comics. So, like, it was only released digitally wow. until it was collected later. So, like, they would release is, okay, imagine one comic book issue, okay? okay? Then imagine that issue is separated into three parts, okay? Okay. okay. That is what was released each part weekly. Wow. And on the fourth week, it would come out in print. <laughs> and then they would collect those four prints, the 12 single <laughs> digital pieces, as one episode, which is what the the TPB, the trade paperback was, yeah. So that's all I'm saying is like we're gonna have now that we finally got here we're gonna have plenty we're gonna have plenty of of bonus features to just Great. neander through. Man, Great. let me tell you, they get. I don't think they ever get better. Honestly, I think they're all pretty bad. And they they tried to make uh you know Arrow and Flash kind of continue that with the whole all like the Vixen mm -hmm. shorts and stuff, but nah. yeah, it's not it's nah. not the same. So nah. yeah, nah. there you go. Webisodes, man. Never thought I'd hear that word again. All right, webisodes. Webisodes. You know, that's actually why there was a writer strike uh, in 2008 was because of webisodes. They weren't getting paid. Mm. Yeah, they were creating content, but they weren't. They were getting paid to like make it, but yeah. not the residuals from that they normally yeah. get from the episodes. Wow. Yeah, because like you know, every time an episode is played, they get paid for it. That's yeah. the royalties, right? Yeah. Um, and so the webisodes, it was like a flat payment and then they didn't get anything because there was nothing in the contract for it wow uh and that's actually why the uh the uh rider star cabin which was why season seven was cut short thank god thank god it was cut short worst season uh and that's also where dr horrible sing-along blog came from yeah. that's why it was released digitally because it was commentating on all that anyway i digress everybody that was a that was a short history lesson on webisodes for you, so <laughs> there you go. Huh? Yeah, we're back. We're back. Uh, so Maggie and I checked out the special features. Uh, we watched a little bit of the commentaries. Um, you know, we I'll be honest, we didn't watch all of it. Uh, we watched like the first like cold open for both of them. Yeah. It was fun. Like they're they're good. We just you know we just we, we had our daughter through the pilot of the commentary. Yeah. So it, it'd have to be something really important for us yeah. to have to listen to another commentary i mean honestly rosetta probably would have been worth sitting through yeah um just to hear their thoughts on how yeah uh the language and stuff with, came about yeah, yeah and and with christopher reeves being yeah older. yeah um so anywho uh we did watch all of the chloe chronicles so uh i'm gonna break down the synopsis of each one of these so video one earl jenkins Claimed to have contracted an illness. That's right. Earl Jenkins back from uh, jitters in season one. They decided to pick up this plot yeah. <laughs> a year and a half later. Uh, Earl Jenkins claimed to have contra contracted an illness while working at Luther Corp's Smallville Fertilizer Plant 3 
number three. In 2001, he took a group of ho- a group hostage at the plant and demanded access to the mysterious level three. At the end of the crisis, Earl was sent to Metropolis General, where he died. So he died. He died. Well, off screen. Never knew. Chloe interviews Belinda Jenkins, the widow of Earl Jenkins. Her husband's condition come on him suddenly. A green dust they were spraying on crops on level three infected him. Their son Johnny is a handful more than your average toddler. He's not ill, but doctors can't explain how he is different. Earl thought that if he could get back to level three, he could finish. He could find the answers to his problem. But when Lex took him down there, it was all cleared out. Belinda reports that Dr. Arthur Walsh might have believed Earl's story. He called after Earl died, expressing remorse as if he somehow was responsible. As evidence that her husband's story is true, Belinda shows Chloe his work boots. The soles are stained with green glitter. Well, yeah, it's it's glitter. Uh, Terrible. The glitter that she used for St. Patrick's Day to make it look like a leprechaun walked through. And, uh, you know, yeah, (laughs) gone. Um... We, you mentioned how like the camera looks all shaky. And I was like, well, yeah, it's because it's, it's supposed to be Pete filming yeah. all this. That's actually not confirmed in this first set. It's not until the second set. Because Pete's never mentioned. Yeah. He's actually in one of them. And she just looks at the camera and she's like, get this. I was like, man, she's being pretty bossy to Pete. Yeah. But, like, and it's Pete's never been even, around her longer. It's never even Pete, though. No. You know? I mean, it is. It like, is. we find out it yeah. is. Um, and I want to say in, in season three's box set... That like one, they were trying to do something else, and they like one of them is a comic. Yeah. So like it's like a video and a comic, and a video and a comic, mm-hmm. and so like they display the entire page on the screen, and you just kind of read through it. Yeah. Yeah, it's gonna be, <laughs> it's gonna be great. I love it. Not season three is gonna be a banger. <laughs> let me tell you. Uh, so yeah, uh, let, you know what? Instead of breaking it down, let's just let's get through all four videos, and then we'll talk about them. Chloe journeys, this is video number two, Chloe journeys to Edge City to interview Dr. Arthur Walsh. He used to be a professor of genetics at Metropolis University, but now teaches high school biology. He initially expresses reluctance to talk about Earl Jenkins, but he does invite Chloe into his office. He tries to hide some envelopes with a strange green logo. When Chloe mentions Meteor Rock, Dr. Walsh mumbles something about Dr. Stephen Hamilton's results being replicated outside of the lab and someone named Donovan. Oh, Donovan. Lex is Donovan. Uh, right? I guess. No, and that's Dominic. That's Dominic. Yeah. yeah. Anyway. Oh, well. Uh, Chloe tries to encourage him to talk by mentioning all the people who have been killed and hurt by the meteor rocks. When the bell rings, he agrees to meet with Chloe again next week, and they can exchange notes. In video three, Chloe goes to New Corp, a high-tech energy firm, to interview Dr. Donovan Jameson. Yeah, there we go. Donovan worked with doctors Walsh and Hamilton at Metropolis University in 1990. At first, he thinks that Chloe is there to interview him about nuclear energy. He says that his research at MetU was about developing isotopes as alternatives to plutonium. It didn't have anything to do with meteor rocks. He says some insulting things about Dr. Walsh. Chloe accuses him of being responsible for certain deaths, and Donovan threatens her before she leaves. She notices an envelope with the same strange green logo she saw in Walsh's office. Mm. Now we're in video four. Chloe returns to Edge City in a digital copy of her wall of weird for Dr. Walsh, but she finds his classes canceled and his office empty. Before she leaves, a courier arrives to deliver something for Dr. Walsh. Chloe accepts the delivery and signs for an envelope. 
It has the same strange green logo and is stuffed with cash and a note encouraging him to avoid further contact with Chloe. His principal was baffled by his disappearance and his house was empty. Chloe vows to continue investigating, but in the meantime, she decides to give the money to Belinda Jenkins. While she is on the porch, she hears a loud crash inside and Belinda hollers at Johnny to be careful about the furniture. The end. So Johnny's got powers i guess so like what are we supposed to think about this i mean i'm just gonna be straightforward maggie it may come back in chloe chronicles part two but this never comes up in anything oh. unless i've just completely blacked it out which is possible yeah i think little johnny got powers but did he get it like the jitters like did he pass it on when they fucked or like was it like he came home and like sprinkled some of that the dust on him accidentally? No, like was it second hand you smoke? know? Yeah. <laughs> like was it second hand meteor infection or was it like it passed through his seed? I, <laughs> I think it's when they made the baby mat. Uh but okay. So he mm, I don't know. So we're supposed to believe that he's been infected with the meteor rocks for, at the minimum, I mean, Johnny was at least three months old. So at the minimum of a year? Because, I mean, if he, like, just got infected the night that they, you know. Oh, no. No. Sex. No. Like, I don't know. I don't know. Can you get? meteor infected like that can there be second generation meteor infections you know what i mean <laughs> like this is these are the questions i have okay <laughs> the ones that they never explore or do they maybe they do maybe, maybe I don't they do maybe i don't remember mm -hmm. uh that would have been a good thing to explore honestly i will say uh smallville at least uh does a great job of like explaining the meteor rocks and kryptonite uh, you know, most versions of Superman, anytime they bring up Kryptonite, they're just like, Lex Luthor's like, oh, that, that, that's from his home world. I bet he's allergic to it. And just for no reason, yeah. you know, like in Batman v Superman, they're like, oh yeah, bring, bring us that rock from his home planet. I bet, yeah. I bet that's going to hurt him. And like, they don't know. Like, how would they know? I mean, I guess technically he tests it on Zod's body, but like still, so, yeah. like, why did he even think? That that would be anything, you know? Ah. So at least Smallville, like, gives us a reason. Granted, they had, you know, 10 years worth of episodes to be able to do that. But still. Yeah. Still. Uh, Maggie, what would you think about the Chloe Chronicles? Uh, <laughs> I mean, I understand. That good, huh? <laughs> I understand that they're supposed to be made to look like, you know, teenagers made it. But. Yeah. Try a little bit harder, guys. <laughs> wow. Wow. Maggie, these were webisodes. They they had no budget. All right? This is like if when G4 was making TV shows, okay? They did not have a budget. <laughs> okay? okay. Remember, remember Ratty? Yeah. Yeah, that's, that's the budget that they were working with. <laughs> okay? <laughs> I mean, honestly, it reminded me of like 70s episodes of Doctor Who, where it's just like a black box. 
Like they're just a there's yeah. just in a black box theater. And they they walk out of the door and they wind up in the same room, but it's decorated a different way. Exactly. Yeah. Yes. Honestly, it, I, I say that jokingly, but as we were watching it, it did remind me. Like I don't know if they were on the same set or what, but it reminded me so much of the Secret Files of Shelby Woo. It might have been. Do you remember? Yeah. <laughs> Apparently, it was it's. Maybe 25th anniversary? No. I mean, that makes sense. 25th anniversary of Shelby Woo. Maybe 98? Yeah. And that sounds about right. Wow. Jesus, I'm old. Uh, so, yeah. I don't know. It was, you know. Is nah. Like, if I was a super fan, which, I mean, I am. We are. But, like, I don't know. Back then, I, I think I would have been like, this is amazing. Oh, what's this going to lead to? You know, oh, I can't wait for them to talk about it. Like, like nowadays we're like, I'll be like, I don't have AOL. All I have is Mountain Net. <laughs> <laughs> well, you could go to their website and watch it. You didn't have to only have the internet through AOL. Like, well, like you just went to AOL.com keyword Smallville. Okay. <laughs> listen, buddy. We had slow, but dial up back in the day up on the mountain. So <laughs> I once uh, snuck onto a computer at my school. Uh, my private Christian school, Woo! and uh, downloaded uh, the Spider-Man 2 trailer in glorious 180p. And let me tell you, it may have been the size of a stamp, but my God. Beautiful. Uh, yeah. I mean, it ran at a, at a smooth 10 frames a oh, second. Oh, yeah. Can't and, like, beat it. Seeing Doc Ock throw that car, I was like, this is amazing. This is the future. We're living in the future. But, uh, but no, like, yeah, I had a magnifying glass, you know, um, but you know, it's, I think the problem here, Maggie, is that we're spoiled. Okay. We've had like, think about it. We've got, oh, did you put the, oh, you put your cup down there. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I thought you put the box there. But like, you know, we've had stuff like the Guardians of the Galaxy holiday special, you know, and, uh, we've had, you know. All this other crap that we've had. I'm, I'm not yeah. even going to go into it. But, you know, this was the first, like, supplemental series to coincide with the main story. You know what I mean? Yeah. So, like, back in the day, that that was very... Um, cool. Well, I'm trying to think of that. Cool. Like, uh, you know, it was... Uh, uh, <laughs> I can't think of the word. Like, it didn't happen a lot. Okay. That's all I got. <laughs> that, Didn't happen word. a lot, guys. Yeah, there's a word for it, but it's like... Uh, Rare. No, it's like like niche or something. I don't know. That's still not it. Campy. Uh, no, it doesn't matter. I'm not going to think of it, and you're not going to think of it either, so <laughs> we're just going to move on. I'm just going to say random words just to make you mad. But... Uh, <laughs> I almost had it. Uh, but no, so, I mean, it was it was interesting. I think now it doesn't play nearly as well uh, when I know that this ultimately goes nowhere. And, and you know, it's it doesn't have the content that we want. Clark's not in it. Nobody is in it except Chloe and a bunch of random people we've never seen before. Uh, and, you know, that's not really something I'm interested in watching, you know? Me neither, especially how... Chloe shows her ass off to everybody towards the end of the season two. So. Oh, yeah, that's true. That's true. Yeah, they released these during the episodes where she was like, a butt. Yeah, that's a it. total that's interesting. butt. Like, why, why do that? You know, which they probably didn't know. 
I mean, the, it's not like these two productions talk to yeah. each other, <laughs> you know. I highly doubt it that they did. Um, but yeah, it was. It's cool that it's on here, but like, I would not recommend anybody like search this out. Like, if you're really, really interested in it, I'm sure you can find it on YouTube. Oh yeah, and just watch it. <sighs> um, but like, I wouldn't. I wouldn't buy like the box set for this or nothing. No. Uh, the next featurette that they had was faster than a speeding bullet. The visual effects of Smallville. Uh, now, this, of course, just kind of breaks down. I forget which episodes they showed, but it breaks down like how they did the special effects each week on Smallville. Yeah. Uh, I know one was the bullet time. Mm-hmm. Uh, and it showed like how they had to create every individual raindrop so mm-hmm. that they could freeze oh, every yeah. raindrop. And like, honestly, we take it for granted now. Um, because again, we see things like Guardians of the Galaxy, mm. the Christmas special, right? Which is just basically a Marvel movie, you know? Yeah. And like, you know, back then it was just, it was so wild that they were able to do shit like that, yeah. you know? On a weekly basis. On a weekly basis. On a WB, yeah. uh, budget. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. They even mentioned, they're like, yeah, we got a lot more money in our budget <laughs> this season. And I gotta say, like, honestly, it never really... They never really lose that. I think there's some episodes that that they maybe try to not... You know, in this, they mention if, if we could do one thing every episode that you can say, okay, that's cool, that that would be a success. I think in later seasons, they do scale, like, the amount back, but that way they really conserve that money for, like, the big things, and they make the, the spectacles really big. Yeah. Um, there are a few times some things fall flat. Uh, season 8... Yeah. We're not going to get into it, but I think, you know, you all listening and watching, you know what I'm talking about. Um, but overall, like, you know, they really <sighs> they really Sorry. stick to landing on a lot of the things they do. It never becomes like Superman 4, where they're just reusing the same assets over and over. <laughs> so that's always good. Yay! Uh, the next one they had was Christopher Reeve, Man of Steel, which talked about them uh, bringing in Christopher Reeve to pass the baton off to Torch. Tom Welling. Yeah, the to- ah. The torch. There it is. Um, it was really cool. I mean, obviously, I'm a big Christopher Reeve fan. Mm-hmm. Um, and <laughs> Michael Rosenbaum mentions that uh, now they just got to get uh, a Gene hack. Yeah, which never happens. Obviously, uh, never, never gonna happen. No. Um, but uh, that th- that would be the best thing that they could do. Yeah. Uh, and I will say that there are more cameos from other Superman projects mm-hmm. that happen on the series. Um, but it's uh, it was definitely this was a big one, you know. Yeah. This was a which I mean we already know Terrence Stamp of course on there is is Jarrell, mm-hmm. so maybe even more than a cameo. Yeah. Um, so yeah, it was just it was, was very good. it was a very cool little breakdown of of that, um, and just hearing somebody hearing them talk about the reverence they had for Christopher mm-hmm. Reeve and the Superman movies, you could tell like their heart was really yeah. in. To making Smallville try to line up with that as much as possible. Um, almost to a fault, if yeah. I'm being honest. Uh, so then the last thing they had, of course, was the gag reel. Heck yeah. Always a good gag reel. Always funny. Mostly Michael Rosenbaum doing Austin Powers impersonations. Lots of cussing. <laughs> like, a couple of F-bombs. Yeah. Uh, it, it was pretty good, though. Yeah, I mean, honestly, I, I'd love to get more of that. I yeah. tell you, the the field that had the best gag reels, Supernatural, for real. Their gag reels are <laughs> legendary. They're so good, Maggie. They're fantastic. Those guys have a lot of fun. Um, 
But yeah, gag reel was always good. And that was it. That was the yeah. entire season two Smallville DVD breakdown. Uh, again, you know, in the, the DVD case, we also had this little book that came with it. Just has synopsis breakdown of every episode, uh, which was cool, you know. Maggie, season as a whole, how did you feel about Smallville season two? We started off in uh, with the tornado, and we ended with Clark on Red K driving to Metropolis. What a wild ride! Very, I feel very. Crap, I'm trying to think of the word. Mixed. Because Really? Yes. Like, I enjoyed it. Don't get me wrong. Okay. I enjoyed it. But, like, I don't like how... Uh, oh, I told you this. I don't like how Clark leaves <laughs> at the end of the last episode. Well, man. And then, like, just... And I know they have to build up the teen drama, but it just drives me insane. They don't pay attention to each other. And, like, you got Clark who's watching out for you. Why don't you listen to Clark and Chloe get off his back? <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Oh, Maggie. You, you know, you're experiencing this for the first time. I, I, sometimes I forget that. You know, <laughs> like, it's, I'm so, like, dulled to the pain of Klana. That like I I forgot how it felt the first time. Yeah. When I'm just ripping the hair out of my head in frustration, you know, it's like, you know, they don't they don't call it Edge City for nothing. All right, <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Uh, <laughs> but uh, but seriously though, like it is super frustrating. Yeah. And like I'm not gonna lie to you, Maggie, it doesn't really get better. Like, of course it doesn't. Clark can't have anything. It's like they saw the Rachel Ross thing on Friends and was like, what if we did that, but worse? And like, really stretched for a long time. A long yeah. time. Yeah. Oh, I don't know. I don't know. Like, it just, that kind of stuff always annoys me. Yeah. Well, I mean, that's the show we're watching. I know. Now, I, I will, okay, in fairness... It does start to to drift away from the teen drama aspect, uh, especially you know season four uh, is their senior year. You know I've mentioned that I graduated the same day as Clark, right? Mm -hmm. um, so like especially once you hit season five, like it definitely it's not like it's not a huge tonal shift, but it's it's almost kind of like when Buffy went to college and yeah. like you know it was it was just a different feel. And became know? friends with Pedro Pascal. That's right. Yes, exactly. Yeah. Uh, so, I mean, that happens. And, of course, you know, season seven I've already talked about to death. And then season eight, really, new people come in and it, it like, becomes a whole new show. Mm -hmm. um, but, you know, it's so, you know, you've, you've got a couple more seasons of this. Uh, and, I mean, the Clark Lana stuff, that really never goes away. But they do make it not bearable, but just it's not the sole focus, mm -hmm. which helps. Yeah. Helps a lot. Good. Um, yeah. But, I mean, that's not for a while, though. Like, it's it's, it's going to be a while, Maggie. <laughs> like, just buckle in. I'll All be right. throwing crap at the iPad when we're watching it. So, uh, comparative to season one, where would you put it? Season one, season two? Above season one. Yeah? Yeah. It felt like it got better. Mm -hmm. Would you say there were more bangers this season than there were bad episodes? Yes. Definitely. Totally. Yeah. 
Okay. Good. Oh, yeah. All right. Well, uh, you know what else is good? This word from our sponsors. This episode is brought to you by patreon.com slash hopefully awesome. That's right. At the $5 tier, you can have access to every episode we make ad-free and have your name listed in the credits of every video. At $10, you'll be able to get access to our all-new exclusive shows right here on patreon.com slash hopefullyawesome. Those include Hopefully Weekly, a weekly show where Maggie and I catch up on all the things that's happened over the past week, both in our life and in the world around us. Family Game Night, a weekly show where Maggie and I will play a variety of board games from Blockbuster Party Game all the way to Fast and the Furious Heist Game, whatever that is. Highway Heist. The Hopefully Awesome Movie Commentary that we'll do once a month where Maggie and I will watch one of our favorite films and then record us talking about it over it. Kind of like a mix between Mystery Science Theater 3000 and, uh, you know, just us goofing off and talking about nothing related to the film. And lastly, Matt plus Maggie. This is our monthly show where Maggie and I talk about our relationship. I don't think we'll be giving any advice, but hey... Tune in, it'll be fun. And if you want to go above and beyond at the $25 level, not only do you get everything that we've just talked about, but you also get a verbal shout out as our Patreon producer of the entire month. All this and more. So sign up at patreon.com slash hopefully awesome today. And we're back. Thank you for that word, <laughs> Maggie. We will be sure and do those things. Maggie, do you want to talk about anything or... Matt smacked me. I did not smack, smack you. Smack my jaw. I did not yes, smack you her. Did. Maggie, people don't know us, okay? They're going to think I actually smacked you. All right. Become clean with the audience so they don't think I actually did. All right, God. When I get, you know, the police called on me, I hope you'll be laughing then. That's the sound of the police. Rest in peace, Sharpie. It's time for the, the countdown, countdown to... 47 weeks until oh, Billy arrives. Pro probably. Maybe. I need to redo the math. A asterisk. Because again, I, I don't remember if I included these or if I just counted straight like through the seasons. So, could be off. This has been the countdown to Billy. Now let's get into our Freak of the Week. Yeah. Uh so this uh this season oh our ranking our final ranking was number twenty three Byron, number twenty two Life Sucking Corn Dog, number twenty one Cyrus Krupp, number twenty the Clone Saga, number nineteen Mamma Mia, number eighteen Toxic Men, number seventeen <sighs> Jitters Two, number sixteen Nixon Part Two Electric Boogaloo, number fifteen Bill Goldberg. Number 14, Heat Causing Horn Dog. Number 13, Eat Randy. Number 12, Bradley. Number 11, Dr. Walden. Number 10, Stefan. Number 9, Sheriff Ethan. Whoop, whoop. Whoop, whoop, whoop. Number, <laughs> number 8, whoop, Whitney. <laughs> number 7, Kyla. Number 6, Kryptonite Spores. Number 5, Red Pete and Chloe. Number 4, The Octagonal Disc. Number three, ship hits the fan. Number two, Ryan frowny face. And at number one, Red Clark. Uh, we also had our special features. So in season one, we ranked the special features, Maggie. Uh, season one special features, of course, had the number one spot. So 
Where would you put the season two special features? Would you put it above or below the season one special features? Above. Oh, there we go. <laughs> All right, your new ranking for special features at number two, season one, and at number one, season two. <laughs> This bit is only going to get better the, the longer we go. It's going to be great. All right. So that uh, concludes this section. But now it's time to get into the tournament, everybody. That's right. So last week we began our discussion about the Smallville tournament for the best episode. And I'm going to see if this will work correctly. Uh, make sure I'm on the, the right one here. There we go. And bam. Yeah. Well, kind of. Well, kind of. <laughs> hey. That's not what I meant to do. Sticker. Sticker. There we go. I can, I can kind of do that. Maybe. Nope. No. Can I? What if I turn it this way? That'll work. That'll work. We'll do it like that. All right. Uh, So. So. Sorry, I had to get the paperwork. All right. So uh, we kicked off the tournament last week for the Smallville Season 2 Best Episode. Uh, Maggie and I filled out our bracket, which, again, you can do over at patreon.com slash hopefullyawesome. You can download your free bracket. There's still time to play along. Uh, so, uh, the initial pairings here was, uh, round one was Heat versus Visitor. Round two was Rush versus Witness. Round three was Fever versus Insurgents. Uh, number four was Suspect versus Precipice. Number five was Exodus versus Accelerate. Number eight was Ryan versus Calling. And number 15 was Prodigal. Or I'm sorry. Number Prodigal. seven was Prodi- Prodigal versus Vosage. Uh, yeah. So after that, then they, they all had to kind of start being filled in as we go. Uh, so Maggie and I filled out our brackets here. Mm-hmm. Um, so do you want to, do we want to break it down all together? Like we all go through number one. It's like me, like you give your answer, I give my answer, and mm-hmm. we give what the official answer was. Yeah, let's do that. Okay. So the number one was Heat versus Visitor. Uh, I had Heat coming ahead in this one. Heat for me, too. And the winner was Heat. Heat. Of course. Uh, obviously. And number two was Rush versus Witness. I had uh, Rush taking this one. I had Rush also. And Rush took the winning on that one. So, so far we're good. Uh, tournament number three, or round number three, was Fever versus Insurgents. Um, I had Insurgents for this one. I uh, did too. All right. And the winner was Insurgents. Mm. All right. So then next up we had uh, round number four, no, number four, uh, Suspect versus Precipice. I picked... Uh, suspect for this one. I picked suspect too. And suspect was the winner. Yeah. Look at that. So so far we're four for four. Um, I I mean to keep going back and forth. 
and like you do one, I do the first yeah. one, you do the first one. So I just need to remember to do that. Uh, so Maggie, number five, we had Exodus versus Accelerate. Maggie, where did you have? Exodus. Exodus. I, too, chose Exodus. Um, and the winner was Exodus, mm. thankfully. The season two finale, uh, doing pretty good. Yeah. Um, at number six, we had Ryan versus Calling. Um, I actually had picked Ryan to take this one. I picked Ryan also. And the winner was Calling. Oh, That's man. right. Calling actually came ahead on this one. Um, I will say this year, this is the first year we've uh, we've had the YouTube community unlocked. Mm-hmm. Uh, so a lot of the voting actually took place on YouTube. And uh, it was because of YouTube that Calling pulled ahead of Ryan. Ryan wow. actually won the Twitter poll. Uh, but on uh, on YouTube, Calling had like wow. 15 votes or something. It was crazy. Yeah, it was crazy. Yeah, yeah. Uh, round number seven, we had Prodigal versus Vosage. Uh, Maggie, what did you have for round seven? Vosage. Vosage. Yeah, uh, I had picked Vosage also. Uh, Prodigal was, was good, but I mean, I, I just I, I liked Vosage a little bit better. Uh, and Vosage. Took it on, so Yay. that's good. So yeah, so we're missing one so far. Um, so that part of our uh thing is going to be a little bit screwy, but uh, we'll see where we go. So round number eight. Uh, now that we had a winner from before, we're bringing in the the next seat. So just to kind of break down this this bracket for y'all real quick. Um, we went off of the seeds, like as far as where they were seated. Uh, it was based off of the amount of viewers they had. So. Uh, the number one seed was Lineage, which had the highest amount of people watching. I think it was like 9 million. And we did that, so on and so forth. Uh, because there were so many, some of them didn't have to start playing until the second batch of rounds. Mm-hmm. Uh, so that's why like some new ones are being introduced into this one. Okay. Um, yeah, so I just kind of wanted to cover like why that's the case. And why, like, you know, some of them didn't have to play in the, the first. Because gotcha. uh, basically that was the worst ones against the worst ones. Well, I mean, not even the worst episodes by far. Mm-hmm. Like, honestly, I think my picks were actually in the first rounds. Um, yeah. But uh, but just as far as viewers go, it's <sighs> just wild seeing the things that people, like, watched more than the others. Yeah. You know? Like, which ones went under the radar so much. It's just, it's crazy. Uh, so, again, number eight, we had Heat. Versus lineage, and uh, on this round was did you go first last time or did I? Yeah, go first? Uh, you, you go first this time. Okay, I had picked heat to take lineage. I picked lineage. Picked lineage. Okay, and the winner was heat. Oh. I actually took this one. So there's that. Uh, round number nine was rush versus red. Maggie, who did you have for round nine? Red. Red? Red. Yeah, I picked red also. And uh, so did the audience with uh, uh, red. Sorry, I thought I had a percentage there, but I do not. Um, Yeah, again, this one, both of them have Red Clark, which I love. Love Red Clark. Uh, And honestly, Rush is a really good one, but just that first episode with Red Clark is classic. Uh, Round number 10, we had Insurgents versus Duplicity. Um, I had uh, Insurgents taking this one over Duplicity. 
I had duplicity. <laughs> <laughs> um, and uh, so that was, it went to Insurgents. I actually took that one. Um, I, Insurgents is just one of, one of my favorite episodes, honestly. Um, kind of reminds me of uh, Jitters. Reminds yeah. me of that one. Uh, it has a, a similar tone. You know, yeah. I think, didn't we even see that it was the same writer for both of them? I think so. And I mean, that super jump also was yeah. phenomenal. Yeah. Uh, then in round 11, we had, this is a terrible picture I have of, <laughs> of that episode, Jesus. Uh, round 11, we had number episode 13, Suspect, versus episode one, Vortex. Maggie, who'd you have for that round? Vortex. I picked Vortex. I went with Suspect. Vortex is a good episode, but it, uh, I like the murder mystery of Benoit Blanc in the building. Uh, and the winner was Suspect, taking Aww. 75% of the vote. 75% of the vote. That's one. Uh, so then moving on to the other side, we had Exodus versus Rosetta. I had picked Rosetta in round 12 to take over Exodus. Maggie, who'd you pick? Oh. Got mixed up there. Sorry. You're fine. Uh, I picked Rosetta. All right. And the winner of round 12 was Exodus ah. with 68% of the vote. So it was a nail biter. I'm honestly shocked. Uh, Rosetta was actually my pick to go all the way. Yeah. So it's the fact that it's out in its first go is just <laughs> terrifying. Uh, I'm just shocked, man. Like the Christopher Reeve episode, a classic episode of Smallville, maybe one of my favorite episodes of Smallville of the entire series, and it's out in its first round. It's nuts. I tell you, these YouTube people are wild. Uh, number round number thirteen, we had. Uh, it ended up being Calling versus Skinwalkers. Um, I had actually had Ryan versus Skinwalkers on mine. I did too. And Maggie, who did you pick for Ryan versus Skinwalkers? Skinwalkers. I picked Skinwalkers to take it as well. Uh, and it was Calling versus Skinwalkers, and Skinwalkers actually took home the vote. Um, Twitter was actually the one that ended up deciding this. YouTube was 50-50 split. 50% split wow. on YouTube. Exactly 50%. Um, but Twitter had uh, three extra votes going to Skinwalkers. So Go Twitter. Yeah, good job. All right, the next one was Visage versus Nocturne. Uh, and actually, this is the first one I had to do some, uh, some yeah. uh, what's it called? Uh, like for an election, you go out and try and campaign. I had to campaign because people were actually picking Nocturne. <laughs> so I was like, I can't. I, I bet can't it was Twilight it. fans. I can't handle it, man. Like, I, I'm, I mean, you know, Whitney isn't great either, but. God, Nocturne was just the worst. It was awful. It was awful. Uh, so, obviously, I had Visage in round 14. Maggie, what do you have? Visage. And thank God, Visage uh, actually won this one. Uh, but barely. Again, it had, uh, it had 10 votes versus 9 votes. So, it was one vote. There was one person, one extra person that voted for it on oh. Twitter. And thank God they did. They saved the day. Uh, number 15, we have Dichotic versus Redux. Redo? Redo. Redo. Um, I had Dichotic with Randy. I had Redo. Really? Yeah. 
Life sucking corn dog. Wow. Peepaw. Peepaw. Peemaw. And peemaw. Wow. Uh, the winner, uh, with 67% of the vote, was Redo. Whoop, whoop. Yeah. Jonathan Taylor Thomas, no longer no longer able to do it. And, you know. All right. Uh, back over to round 16. <laughs> we had Heat versus Red. Um, and on mine, I had uh, Heat versus Red still listed on mine. Maggie, who'd you have on round 16? Uh, I had Lineage versus Red. And which one did you go with? Red. All right, Maggie picked Red. Um, I actually went Heat for round 16. And the winner for round 16 was Red with uh, just a hair over one extra vote. One more vote than he. That's crazy. Uh, so, Red is actually the winner of that one. Round 17, we had Insurgents versus Suspect. Or, I'm sorry. Whoa. In, yeah, Insurgents versus Suspect. Uh, I actually had that one oh. correct. Um, and I had picked Insurgents for this round. Maggie, who did you have for round 17? Well, it's shot. <laughs> <laughs> I had duplicity and vortex, <laughs> wow. and I picked vortex to go. But <laughs> like I said, shot. It's okay. Uh, the winner of this vote was insurgents with eighty-two percent of the vote. Wow. Just kicked suspect straight in the mouth, man. Golly, that's nuts. Uh, next, we had round eighteen, and it was Exodus versus Skinwalkers. I had Rosetta versus Skinwalkers, and I had picked Rosetta to take it in round 18. Maggie, what did you have? I had Rosetta and Skinwalkers, and I had Rosetta to take it. All right. And in the official one, it was, of course, Exodus versus Skinwalkers. And with 83% of the vote, Exodus took it Yeah. over Skinwalkers. Surprised. Yeah. I mean, season two finale is really good. Like, it's very mm. strong. But, oh, yeah. you know, Skinwalkers, I think I, I like it just because of, like, what it represents, you know. Yeah. Um, anyway, so yeah, uh, uh, Exodus took that round, round 18. Uh, round 19, we had Visage versus Dichotic. Or, I'm sorry, Redo versus Redo. I had Visage versus Dichotic. Uh, Maggie, who did you have on round 19? I had Visage versus Redo. Yeah, Visage versus Redo. And had Visage come out. <laughs> and I had picked, between Visage and Diconic, I picked Visage as well. Ah. Uh, and the winner was Visage with 75% of the vote. So, a uh, uh, Joshua Bryant in the chat says, I don't remember any <laughs> of these episodes. Uh, listen here, Silent Joshes. Uh, you need to go back and watch some of these. You, uh, listen, you remember Rosetta. That was the one with Christopher Reeve. You at least remember that one. All right. You, you, you remember it. I bet he remembers the vampire boy, Byron. <sighs> no, nobody remembers Byron, Maggie. Byron well, apparently was... a great number on YouTube did. That's so. unfortunate, unfortunately. So that is where we are uh, for the rest of the ranking. For round 20, I had Heat taking round 20 against Insurgents. Um, and for round, well, who'd you have for round 20? Uh, red, uh, take it on Vortex, <laughs> and Red would win. All right, and then round 21, I had Rosetta versus Visage, and I picked Rosetta 
to be the winner there. I also had Rosetta versus Fossage, and I had Rosetta twin. And taking it home, I had, for the winner of the tournament, I had Rosetta listed as my winner. My winner, Red. Which it appears that... It could be. Red could still end up, but uh, Rosetta is 100% out. Yeah. (laughs) Unfortunate. So, starting tomorrow, we'll be doing round 20, and this will be the only one to vote for tomorrow. Uh, So, for 24 hours, you will get to vote between Red versus Insurgents. That'll be tomorrow's vote. Uh, Who will win? Who will win? Uh, And then, of course, uh, the next day, round 21... Uh, again, just the only vote on uh, on Friday. It'll be Exodus versus Vosage. Uh Really can't believe Vosage has made it this far. I mean, honestly, it's just the the way all of it was seated. Yeah. You know, like Vosage really had a, an easy road, unfortunately. Yeah. Uh, so the winner of those two will then go on to do battle for the best episode of Smallville Season 2. That will happen on Monday. So Monday, right here on youtube.com slash hopefully awesome, we will be having uh, the 60 hour, 60 hour uh, vote for this. Uh, It's going to run out exactly at uh, nine o'clock Wednesday. So that while we're doing the show live, we will find out with everybody else who the winner is of the Smallville season two tournament. So yeah, be sure you take part in that. Uh, again, you can vote either on Twitter uh, using our uh, hopefully awesome uh, username. You can go over there. Or, again, you can vote for it right here on YouTube.com slash hopefully awesome. And, of course, if you would like to uh, if you would like to have your own bracket to be able to fill out, there's still time. You can head over to Patreon.com slash hopefully awesome where you can download that for free. You don't even have to be a patron. You can just go over there and download the PDF, uh, and it'll be... A total blast. Yeah. Uh, something, something, hot teacher, heat vision. That's my season two recap. You're not wrong. You're not wrong, Josh. He's on the right track. You're not wrong. I mean, you're you're right there. Actually, that was only episodes two and four. So, I mean, you're... You got, you it, got it, You got it. Uh, remember, everybody, this is going back to Smallville, our weekly Smallville rewatch podcast. Uh, we come back every week, Wednesday at 830. You can come back and hang out with us live next week. Again, we were taking one more week to process all of season two. So uh, since we have no more special features to watch, we have no more uh, episodes to watch. We will be watching Superman 2. So between season one and two, we watched Superman the movie. This time we're going to be watching Superman 2. Went back and forth on it between uh, whether we should watch Superman 2, the original cut, or if we should watch Superman 2, the Donner cut. Yeah. And landed on the original cut. I, I actually prefer the Donner cut more. But okay. the idea was that anytime they're going to reference uh, Superman 2, that, which they don't do it much, but yeah. anytime they do, it would obviously be the version that existed when Smallville was out. Gotcha. The Richard Donner cut didn't come out until mm-hmm. about 2006. Yeah. So, um, so, yeah. So, we will be watching that, and we'll be uh, breaking it down just like we do every episode of Smallville, and that'll be right here at 8.30. Tomorrow night at 8.30, we are coming back live again, because we're doing Warriors are crazy. We're going to react to the new Mighty Morphin Power Rangers once and always trailer. Uh, So come and hang out with us tomorrow at 830. 
it'd probably only be like about a, a 20, 30 minute video, if that. Yeah. Um, unless I just go freaking bonkers over it. Uh, and that could happen. Balls to walls it could happen. About it. it could happen. Apparently, it's really good. Gary Witta retweeted it, retweeted it and said, holy shit. So, uh, ringing endorsement you, from Gary Witta. Tells Wita. you everything. Yeah, the wrote Rogue One. Come on. Uh, and then Friday, we're doing our watch along Beast Wars for Feral Scream. Uh, parts one and part two. So come hang out with us Friday at eight thirty, and then again next week Monday at eight thirty. Come hang out live for the hopefully mm-hmm. awesome show Tuesday. Going back to Beast Wars, and again one week from today, live at eight thirty. Going back to Smallville. But that is going to wrap it up for us, everyone. We hope you enjoyed it this week. Remember, if you would like to get the show ad free as well as exclusive other content, you can do that over at Patreon.com/slash Hopefully Awesome. Uh, including our monthly movie commentary where we talk about the little giants. Was, uh, we did the little giants. Giants, giants, help us, God. Did it, it did not hold up. That's going to wrap it Jake's up for us. Jake's the best. Uh, thanks for watching, everybody. And as always, have a hopefully awesome day. Bye.